0: All the best music, sports, and podcasts right now on faulradio.com Hi guys! I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a successful, as least stressful as possible um, Parents Weekend. I know it's stressful to have your parents in town. Um, My mom came from right around the corner, but it was still stressful. Um, A plus side to that was she had a hair appointment at Like 315, so she there was a a specific end to when we would hang out, which was good. Um, but yeah, it was good. Went to all the tents, Carolyn was thriving. My mother is just so interesting. It's it's weird because, like, she's older, um, she's 61, but she also at the same time, like, looks younger, so like, you would expect her to act a little bit younger, but like, she. In her mind, like, is older. And so she, like, pulls up to my house the day of um, the tailgate and she's like, hey, honey, whatever. And she comes in with jeans, skinny jeans, ripped, white. Plastic Birkenstocks and like a little tank top and like a hoodie. I'm like mom. What are you wearing? And she's like what this isn't right for like the tailgate. I'm like no, this is like not the correct attire And so I let her borrow a skirt. Obviously, she's skinny McSkinner So I had to like tie the back of it, but she still pulled it off and then she had cute little rain boots so check my insta story if you want to see actually it might have expired but Carolyn killed it. Um happy. She came um it's very exciting. It was fun to have her there, and I hope everyone had a good time. Um, today's episode is gonna be all about being a girl. I think it's an interesting topic, and it's kind of covered a lot recently on, like, TikTok and just everything. Like, people really talk about, like, what their favorite and least favorite parts of being a girl are, girl are. and I don't know. It's, it's weird because, like, There is a sense of... Oh, I just dropped my phone. Um, There is, like, a sense of camaraderie and, like, community within the girl world. But at the same time, it's, like, it's very catty and, like, clicky and stuff like that. So, it's an interesting, like, juxtaposition between the two. But the first... I wrote about this, I think, on my blog once. But it's the first time I ever, like, really felt the communal, girly vibe was when... So I, in like, oh, I can't even remember, probably like 8th, ninth grade, something along those lines, no, like ninth grade, um, me and my friends went to a concert, actually the Chainsmokers concert, um, shout out to you guys if you were there from my high school, and um, We went it was like a rave kind of thing and we get there and my stomach's like killing and I'm like This is like not good. So I go I see I got my period and I'm like, oh my god Like I did not think like literally I'm so good too about like knowing when I'm getting my period but just like that time I like had completely forgotten and I got it and Every every girl knows that like at the beginning of your period It's always like the worst like you get the worst cramps all this stuff and so I'm like going around this, this like venue. It's like an outdoor venue. It's like completely secluded like it's so weird and there's a bunch of people and I like went up to e- like Every older woman like not woman But like anyone that like I would think would have like a bit like a purse and like the right stuff on them I was like hey, and then they would turn around and like look at me weird Like why is this random girl talking to me? And then I'd be like do you by any chance have a tampon or a pad and their like face like just like melted into like empathy and we they were like Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Or oh, I'm so sorry. I feel that like I'm sure someone will have one or whatever. I ended up finding one It was a port-a-potty like it was just a bad situation. Like it was not good, but chain smokers were good um But yeah, I, I vividly remember like coming home that night and being like wow Like it's so weird to like be a girl and have like all these people like know what you're going through Even though you're like not the same person. It's like such a universal experience for women to like you know get their period and like be like oh like i bled through or oh like uh, can you check the back of my pants or like oh whatever like ever since middle school you're like oh can you check the back of my pants if you can see my pad never once has anyone seen a pad through a skirt or shorts or jeans or whatever so it's just funny because like everyone does it but like we don't really talk about it and it's just like kind of an unspoken thing but Um, I had a few topics that I'd like to like cover and then I have a few questions and then I have some input from my sorority sisters that They so kindly suggested Um, Okay, one of them When you're a girl no matter if you're the most gorgeous, I mean Whatever a lot of these apply to men as well, but like we're gonna just be talking about girls So that's a preface and a disclaimer when you're a girl no matter how beautiful you are, you can be Bella Hadid, even though I'm not a fan of her, or you can be whoever, like Candice Swanoh Buller, however you pronounce her name, or you can be like the the like worst, per- like just you know, there's ugly people. It's fine. Um, the ugliest person in the world, and like you will feel self conscious, like at least <laughs> a little bit, you know. Like obviously, self consciousness and like self esteem's um range and like some people you look at them and you're like wow they're not that pretty but like there's something about them that like is attractive and you're like oh it's their confidence and they like their comfortability in their skin you know you can you can tell when people like feel comfortable like if they're adjusting their their stuff when they're walking or if they're whatever like you can tell when someone is walking with purpose and like walking like they believe in themselves versus when someone's just doing something to do something you know and even if it is like such an unspoken thing it is very much observable and you can definitely tell when people lack confidence like this but it's weird though because like you can but you can't like if someone's like like one girl in my sorority was like oh like your your mood depends entirely on like the way your hair looks or how tan you are or this or that like when i'm tan Oh, like goodnight like I'm literally the hottest girl ever but when I'm pale I'm like I'll never I'll never be pretty I've never been pretty like whatever and so or like after you eat a big meal and you're like oh my god I'm so bloated I'm so ugly I'm this and that and whatever versus when you wake up in the morning with morning skinny and you're like oh well I'm just like Bella Hadid my name's Bella Hadid um, but yeah it's just a weird like back and forth because you'll wake up one day and you'll be like, I literally hate everything about what I see in the mirror. And then you'll wake up another day and you'll be like, wait, like, is it, this is not the same girl I was looking at, like, last night. It's just, like, such a weird phenomenon. Because we, w- yes, we talk about it, but we just don't talk about it enough. How, like, even the most beautiful girls that you, like, f- that you um, are jealous of or you, what are they called? Envy. Like, they're just, they're just as insecure as you they have just as many issues whatever like skinny girls have problems too you know like pretty girls have problems too you know like I used to think slash still do think that if I was skinnier and if I was prettier my life would be perfect and I'm not gonna sit here and preach as if I don't believe that because I still do even though I know it's not true Like i'm like, okay well if I lose 15 pounds like my life would be completely like perfect or If I got a nose job and like fixed my chin and blah 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 like oh I would be perfect but like In reality the people who who are gorgeous and all these like I have beautiful friends like they have just as much if not more More, more problems than me, you know and so it's just A game of comparison all the time comparing even yourself to yourself like how I just said before like oh um yesterday I was whatever 155 and today I'm 157 like it's like I'm just not as worthy as worth I'm not worth as much today just because I'm two pounds heavier like no that's not how it should be that's not how it is you know like your worth does not depend on what you look like on, on the outside but like it really does feel that way sometimes where you're like okay, well, like, if I don't look this way, like, I don't deserve to be loved, or, like, if I don't, like, act a certain way, like, I shouldn't be, like, um, like, accepted in society, like, oh, if I'm not funny enough, if I'm not cool enough, if I'm not, whatever, like, all these things that society pushes on you, and you're, like, okay, well, clearly, I have to check all of these boxes to be a woman, or to be an acceptable, like, just, like, member of society and it's it's not true like there's there's certain times and places for things and like Not all of my friends are like super funny Some of them are more kind more thoughtful more this more that some of my friends are more funny and less thoughtful Some of my friends are you know, like more serious. Some of my friends are more goofy like there's people for every situation and like and you're not gonna like check all of the boxes like I'm not perfect clearly like no one is but I'm very much not perfect like Yes, I'm funny, but, like, then I'm... It's, like, sometimes I'm, like, is it, like, too much sometimes? Or, like, am I making, like, a fool of myself or whatever? Like, when my mom used to raise me... Used to. Like, as if it's, like, 10,000 years ago. But when I used to come home from school, like, I was always, like, the... Cl- not the class clown, but, like, I would always be, like, joking with my friends or, like, making jokes, whatever. Like, I would get sent out of class from laughing, whatever. And I would come home and, like, tell my mom a story. And we all know, like, when you tell your parents a story, it turns into a... Um, a lecture and so I'd be like mom like this funny thing happened today and she's like do you always have to make a joke like do you always have to be funny like can't you take anything seriously and definitely hard on the self-esteem but at the same time like she was right you know like as I got older I learned that there's a time and a place and even like it wasn't even like that long ago when I like figured this out like it was <laughs> like two years ago or a year ago you know like when I first joined my sorority I used to say things in group chats and, like, say things in front of people that, like, just weren't, like, chill or, like, weren't, you know, sensitive enough for them. And so, it's, like, you gotta kind of, like, learn. Obviously, it's trial and error. Like, I put my foot in my mouth more than any person I know. But, like, you know, you have to kind of learn from your mistakes and, like, you know, try to, like, be the best version of yourself. But, like, it takes time. Like, it's not going to be... You flip a switch and you're like, you know when to say things and when not to. Or you flip a switch and you know when you're supposed to like wear a certain thing. Or you know when you're, you know how to impress parents or this or that. Like, it's just not, it's not a formula. You kind of have to just like trial and error. I'm not saying you have to be all the things, obviously, but... Every day, like at least I'm working towards like being a more balanced person Like I'm not trying to be just a funny person or just a thoughtful person I'm trying to be like all of them. I feel like I'm in Divergent right now and please let me know or text me if you get this reference because I absolutely love divergent and Hot take I like it better than Hunger Games, but that's a separate time In Divergent 4 is like I don't want to be candor. I don't want to be this. I want to be all of them and it's like I feel like I'm (laughs) I'm doing that right now, but Um, long story short, like, it takes time to be confident, like, I'm on a journey to that, because I'm definitely not confident, like, I never have been, I don't think. It's weird, though, because people would think I'm confident, because I'm, like, outgoing and stuff, but, like, that doesn't equal, like, confidence. I don't know how to put it, but just know that everyone's on their own journey, and if you think that you're the only one, you're not, and... You know, like there's only so much you can do to like help for yourself. You're not gonna always be perfect You're not gonna always have the answers, but you have to give yourself grace and like, you know, take it easy on yourself But and if you say the wrong thing Take it from me firsthand experience over and over and over again. If you say the wrong thing If you're not if you didn't ruin someone's life It's fine, you know, like if you didn't say like you're a piece of schnitzel person like I think you'll be fine You know, um like, my coworker today, if you're listening, hi, Amanda. Um, she was like, yeah, she said she's a pathetic human being. I was like, oh, if someone said that I was a pathetic human being, I think I would literally just die. Like, I don't know what I would do, though. That, that's, like, such a diss. Like, I can't. So the point of this is, like, I don't know what the point of this was, but, yeah, I think that, you know, we all have to work on ourselves, and that's okay. Take your time. Next. Um, this kind of ties in with the first one, but basically another thing that is very prominent in girl world is the constant questioning yourself of am i being too loud am i taking up too much space am i doing this am i doing that like am i too much and there's like some good freaking quotes that i've heard that are just like you know they comfort you they're like oh like you're not too much they just aren't enough or like something like that you know like those like cheesy quotes that are like on instagram like please but it's just it is a good reminder though like if you're too much for them like then they're just not the one like whether that be in a romantic relationship a platonic relationship a friendship like literally anything if you are who you are and they can't accept you for that then that's on them like I've gone through a few friends in my childhood upbringing that I was like, oh, these are going to be my best friends forever. And then you see that, like... You're just not cut out to be best friends or be friends at all and like that's okay, you know I'm sure that you will find your friends They will find their friends and you're gonna laugh about it later on in 10 years when you think back Oh my god, can you believe we used to be friends like not because you're enemies But it's just because like you had different lives like you had different values you have different morals like that's fine You know, like if someone values going out every night and being and getting guys attention and this and that and like you don't That's totally okay. That's like you just need to Identify that and be like, okay. Well, this is not what I'm looking for like in a friend Like I'm looking for someone to be there for me when the going gets tough And if that's not what they're gonna provide like then they're not for you, you know, like life sucks sometimes a Lot of the time life sucks a lot of the time like there are beautiful moments in life But there are some moments where you're like I am never gonna get through this and that is when you really realize who your true friends are and who actually is genuine because whether it be someone dying or you going through a change in your life or anything like and you are trying to lean on someone and the people that you aren't that aren't like that you thought would be there for you aren't that's when you know like that that's friendship or that relationship is just not conducive to what you need you know like you need someone to be your biggest supporter you need someone to be your main person that you go to because like if that's not the people that you're surrounding yourself with then it's just it's a waste honestly it's it is and it sucks to say because of course like I'm not saying you're not you're gonna find your your people right away okay my chair's squeaking but you're not gonna find your people right away but you know it takes time of course and like going through what you going through the motions of things aren't a waste cuz you end up with the right people for you but if you're like pushing 25 and you like still don't know who you're who if anyone in your life like is actually there for you when you need them then you should probably get new friends you know cuz at this point like i'm am tw- turning 22 in a, in like less than a month and I, like, feel like I have most of my friends. Like, of course, like, when you graduate and, like, um, you go off to, like, to work and this and that, you're going to have coworkers, you're going to have friends. But, like, the people who I'm going to depend on for the rest of my life, like, most likely will probably be either my friends from home or my friends from college or right after. But, like, the uh, it's just hard to make friends later in life. Like, I don't know it because, obviously, I'm younger, but my mom... And my sister have told me, like, it is harder, you know, like, people have their friends already, people have their lives set out, they don't want to, like, make room for more people and have to get to know someone. It sucks now. Like, if you don't, like, if I don't automatically click with someone, it's hard for me to, like, reach out to them and, and, like, try to make plans and stuff because it's, like, my life is so busy I'm, I'm talking as if I'm, like, a freaking superstar. It's really not. It's just that I work. I have an internship. Like, I have classes. I have sorority. Like, I have a bunch of things going on. And, like, if you're not going to make my life significantly better, then I don't see the point in adding you to it. You know? That kind of sounds cutthroat. But, like, it kind of is. You have to be cutthroat with your life and your happiness. Because if you're not going to do it, who else is? you got to be your own advocate and, like, look out and sniff out the red flags. Like, if someone also. I wrote an article about um, boys, but this applies to women too. And it's like, if someone's telling you who they are, listen to them. Like, if someone at the beginning of your friendship or relationship is, like, giving, is, like, not being there for you or the little things, like, not caring to remember stuff about you, like, that's usually a sign that that will come up later in a relationship, whether that be romantic or friendship. And... It's just not a good feeling because like you want the people you care about to care about you and to care about the things you care about like my mom and I like my I joined my sorority. I'm sorry about all the sorority talk, but like I have to it's it's a part of my life. Um, But basically I joined my sorority three years ago and recently I was talking to my mom and I was like, do you remember the name of my sorority and like. It's not like I mentioned it. So I say my sorority, but I don't say like Sigma Kappa often to her, I guess. But she like couldn't remember it. And like I got really upset and I like talked to, I talked to my therapist about it. Shout out Jennifer. I'm going tomorrow. Love her. Um, but I talked to her about it and she was like, I was like, whether you care or not, like I care. And like you're my mother and you're an important person in my life. And like I want you to care. So if you don't care and like you couldn't care less, like, fine. But, like, just know the name. Like, I'm not asking you to be involved in it. I'm not asking you to, like, make cupcakes for the bake sale. Like, it's just I need you to care about me and care about what I care about, even if it's the little things. Like, I'm not saying you have to remember every single one of my friends' names. You don't have to remember every single thing I'm doing at at this time in my life. But, like, if I'm involved so heavily in something and, like, I care so much about it, like, I would want you to be involved in that. And that is just... The whole sentiment of relationships like you need them to be there for you and like that's it you know that's I mean that, that's it for me like all I like I remember when my dad was dying oh okay, yeah my dad's dead by the way if you didn't know but um the the dead parents club runs deep but so my dad passed away October 15th it's just past the five-year anniversary of his death he died in 2017 and Um, I can make a whole podcast of, um, losing a parent. That's very interesting. But basically when my dad was passing away, he, he was sick for a while. He had cancer. And one of my friends, um, was staying over my house and it was at the time that he was like sick and just going through a bunch of stuff. And like, I had just found out that he was like dying. Like, I just thought that he was sick and going to get through it. But like, no, this was like right after I found out that like, Hey, no, like he has like two years to live which like turned out to be like six months but besides the point my friend was there and I was like crying to her talking to her about my like my nerves and like what I was nervous about and this and that and like after I got finished talking she was like we were young, too. Like, you know, when you lose a parent that young, like, you, it's so hard to be there for, it's so hard to be there for yourself, let alone be there for someone else. I was 16. Like, you're not supposed to lose your dad at 16, let alone have your friend lose their dad at 16. So, it's like, what am I supposed to say or how am I supposed to fix it? But, like, it's not its something that can be fixed. So I was talking to my friend, and she was there. She was talking. Like, she was just, like, listening to me, and then I finished. And she was like, I just, don't like, don't know what to do. Because she's not an emotional person, which is fine. Like, that's another thing. Like, I don't count on her to, like, be there for me for, like, super emotional things, which is fine. You know? Like, I love her for who she is, and, like, we've grown up together, and that's it. But she was like, yeah, like, I don't know what to say to you. Like, I'm not an emotional person. Like, I don't know. And I was... I got like upset, you know, like I got or not upset, but I got like passionate and I was like All I need from you as a friend is to just be there for me Like that's all friendships are that's it like it's so simple If you're not there for someone you're not their friend and no matter how many times like You know, you can go out with someone you can talk about boys. You can talk about sorority stuff You can do this that like you're not a true friend unless you're there for someone when they need you to be there and I found that out through that whole process, and I figured out who my real friends were and all that stuff. And we're still friends. Like, she's the best. Like, we. she, like, was like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I definitely scared her. But, you know, I think I taught her a, a little bit of a lesson, I hope. Like, if you're listening, I hope – she's probably not listening. But I hope that you, like, kind of see where I was coming from because, like, I – all i need from you is to be there for me you know that's all relationships are so i'm getting redundant but that was just an example of how that is so important to me in my life and like yes college is full of friends that like you may not be besties with after college but like the people who actually like show you that they care instead of just saying that they care those are the people that you're going to be friends with forever next topic because it can go on forever scared of doing things alone being a woman is just or a girl or a woman is so scary like (laughs) i know that like we we talk about it so much so it like seems like overkill and all that and it to some point is like you know like being a woman isn't as scary as like people say it is where like you're always 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 scared but at the same time like I like my like you know when you're a, when you're a, gr- a young girl and you're growing up and your mom is talking to you about like stranger danger and like stuff like that and like just everything that could go wrong being a girl alone. Um, she tells you like you know make sure no, like my mom's still to this day I'm 22 years old and she's like cover your drink like don't don't let your drink before you go to the bathroom I'm like okay like that for sure and like that. You know, she taught me that, and I don't do it, and blah, blah, blah. But, like, these are kind of, like, it's sad, but, like, these are just, like, normal things that your parents tell you when you're growing up as a woman. Because you're, like, okay, like, I don't want to get drugged. I don't want to be, like, you know, vulnerable or, like, whatever. So, y- you listen to your parents, and you hope it doesn't happen to you. But, like, the, statics, the statistics are higher than they, than you would even believe. Like, it's ridiculous, but... I remember freshman year. I can talk about this now because I'm over 21. But I remember freshman year, we were me and my friends were going to Ivy. Freaking throwback. I can't with with Ivy. And I think I made it through there once, but whatever. So my friends and I were going to Ivy. Weird, but the the anniversary of my dad's death was <laughs> the third year I think, or the fourth. No, that was two years ago. So the fourth, the third year. Um, It was that day and I was like, you know, sad and I was like, let's get drunk, whatever. So we pregame and I don't know what happened, but like for some reason, I genuinely believed that like I was just invincible and like I could just drink as much alcohol as I wanted and like just have no consequences. Um, I was wrong and I was unwell and I remember my friends being like, you're fine. Like we just have to like, you know, pull trick for you and you can like get like whatever You can, like, get water and, like, be fine. And so we tried. Didn't work. Whatever. I get in the car. And I'm, like, unwell. Like, I was not okay. And I kept telling my friends, like, hey, like, I'm not okay. And I remember going downstairs. I remember this vividly because, like, I don't know why. Like, this stood out to me. I was very drunk. Like, drunker than I have ever been before. Like, I have not thrown up from alcohol since then. Because, like, I just, it's, I don't drink like that at all anymore. Um, I've done that twice. Not no fun. I 10 out of 10 did not recommend, but I, um, I went downstairs at Parliament, shout out Parliament, love Parliament, and I heard my friends, my my guy friend's voice, and he is a great guy, like, he would never, I mean, I don't believe he would ever take advantage of me or anything, but, like, I heard his voice, and, like, the first thing that I thought is, like, If he wanted to, he could take advantage of me so easily right now. Like, I had no control over myself. And, like, to think that when you're drunk out of your mind is, like, such a weird thing. Cause it's, like, the first, like, that's not what you should, you know, not that that's not what you should be. Like, I don't know what you should be thinking about when you're drunk, but it's, like, instead of, like, enjoying myself or, like, just being, like, carefree. Like, I'm just an anxious person in general. A lot of women are. But, I, the first thing I thought was that, and, like, I woke up the next morning, and I was, like, so scared. Like, I was, like, it's so weird that, like, that's the first thing that I thought of. Like, that's not okay, you know? That's not what what should be going through your mind when you're vulnerable, you know? Like, I would, I don't, he would never do anything. Like, that's no hate on him. But it's just, like, it was me. Like, I was, like, if this was any other guy, like, I would be freaking out right now. Because I have no idea, like, what, where is up, where is down. Like, just it's crazy. Like, it's scary. So, being a girl is scary, you know? Like, 9 out of 10 girls have, like, pepper spray or, or like, a, a buzzer or whatever. Like, a, or a taser in their bag at all times. Because they're, like... There's too many stories and like your parents tell you so many times. Oh my god time to be real wait guys We're gonna we're gonna pause this for one second and take a be real because this is really a perfect time We're gonna be you'll You're in my be real guys You're gonna see the behind the scenes of what it is to make this podcast. It's really not glamorous, but um and so Yeah, it's definitely scary like to be a girl and to do things alone um and what i was saying was nine out of ten girls i know carry tasers carry you know pocket knives i don't even know just self-defense weapons like how many guys do you know carry self-defense weapons i'm gonna guess not that many and it's just sad because like a lot of people are just like yeah like prevention or not prevention like defense like self-defense and like prevention on the girl side like oh what are you gonna do if this happens but it's like how are we not like doing it proactively and like teaching men like hey this is what this is and this is what this is and like this is not okay like it's not like i watched a movie over the weekend i was babysitting and the the kids went to sleep thank god because i could please do not watch this movie with children like please because like it was not okay i was like i was unwell um, luckiest Girl Alive on Netflix. It was not for the faint of heart. Um, it was about this girl that, like, got, like, you know, taken advantage of in high school. Like, you can watch the movie if, at your own discretion. But it was scary. And, like, that is what a lot of girls go through. It's so horrible. And, like, I just can't even, like, that's just beyond. Like, I'll, I can talk forever about that. And girl, like, Any girl can probably talk forever about that. But just as scary and like if you're a guy and like you're a good guy and you're like seeing this girl walking alone and like you see someone following her or like just like intimidating her or like someone's catcalling her like please speak up like what is stopping you from like doing something like you're the one that has like not the power because like obviously like we're not like helpless little girls but it's like you know if you have like the Capacity to, like, help someone, like, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Like, I've seen so many videos of, like, girls being, like, like, catcalled and stuff, like, in public, like, on the subway or, like, whatever, and I'm like, where are the people around you? Like, what are they doing? Like, are they just, like, have their heads so far up their own butts that they can't even, like, help someone who's in need right next to them? Like, it's horrible. So if you see something, please, like, help and If you're a girl and you want to help, please be careful because, you know, it's still scary regardless of if you're outnumbering the man or whatever. Okay, um, what else? Oh, another, like, such an interesting thing to me. So, of course, like, not everyone, not every girl has children, obviously. Um... But, like, ever since I was young, like, I always enjoyed babysitting and just, like, being around kids. And, like, I, you know, ever, like, a lot of the girls I know have, like, quote-unquote baby fever. They're like, I want kids. I want kids. And I'm always like, no, like, now. Like, give them to me. And, um, it's just, like, so interesting. (sighs) Excuse me. How we have, like, this, like, motherly instinct in us, you know? Like, I babysit. And... It's just like some things happen while I'm babysitting that, like, how would I suppose, how am I supposed to, like, know what to do? You know, like, they're crying, they're, um, I mean, obviously it comes with, with, like, experience and babysitting and all that stuff and being around children, but there's a certain, like, instinct to care for and, like, kind of understand the children that you're caring for, whether that be a babysitting job, an adopted kid, your biological kid, like, just anything. It's just so weird like not weird in a bad way but like weird in a good way like it's so amazing how we can just like jump in and be like hey like do you need help with that or like when you see a um like when you see a mother trying to carry a stroller like up a flight of stairs like a lot of people know like hey like i'm gonna help her or whatever it's just so amazing how that was off topic but like it's so amazing to me how like i'll like hold a child and it'll feel so like comfortable like just like as if it's mine mm-hmm. you know like I babysit these two boys they're the sweetest boys ever but it's like the little one who's like two and a half ish and he like before sleeping he'll have like a bottle he calls it a baba but basically I'll be like hey Kaden like um do you want a baba like in, to go to bed and he's like no no and I'm like why not like it's very nice whatever so I'll like carry him up to his room and and I'll just sit on his rocking chair and like chill with him and Vietnam his Baba and like sing him to sleep. And like, it's just so, it feels like right. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if like there are any girls out there that like understand if you do, like I would love to hear it. Um, but it's this weird like phenomenon that I just like cannot explain. And I've always kind of felt that way, but it's definitely a beautiful thing. And I'm excited to have kids one day. That's like besides the point, but... Yeah. Um, Okay. Greek life. Oh, my God. This is such a weird one, but I would love to, like, discuss. So, I think it's so interesting how there is such a double standard in Greek life when it comes to sororities and fraternities. Like, for example, um, I'm sure all of us have witnessed a story or two on instagram or snapchat of these boys coming into girls chapters and singing them a song and that is technically considered hazing like technically i mean i don't think that i would describe it as that but like whatever and i enjoy it you know i am there like wooing them on and like you know it's fun for me but um that would never fly in a sorority like if they were like hey, like, we're going to learn a song and perform it in front of a fraternity, all hell would break loose. Like, legit. Like, it's not, that's not something that happens in sorority life. Like, they get away with so much, it's unbelievable. Like, that that story, obviously everyone's heard stories about stuff, and, like, I'm not obviously going to drop names, you know? Like, every just ask a friend. But the things that I've heard are just, crazy nothing like anything that's like I should be like reporting no like it's nothing crazy but it's like the things that they do in comparison to the things that like we are allowed to do like we were doing like um I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this but whatever the initiation I was like we should like have the lights off like to make it more scary and they were like oh that's considered hazing huh like Turning off the lights is considered hazing and having them having pledges in a fraternity learn and complete a song in front of a group of girls that are their age isn't like it just makes no sense I think it's so weird that there's such a big double standard like frats can throw parties sororities cannot frats have tents at tailgates sororities do not like it's just so weird to me I mean obviously like I benefit from it. I'm not I'm not like boo hoo, you know, like I be in those frats every single tailgate, but it's just weird to be like I don't know. It's so odd. Um but yeah, the Greek life is definitely there's double standards 100%, like a million percent. And like the reputation of of fraternities versus sororities are when about when about are gone about so differently, I think. I don't know what the right term is there. But, like, there can be a fraternity at a school that's, like, known for, like, drugging girls. And that's just, like, a fun joke that, like, goes around. They're like, ha-ha. And they, like, make, like, a cute little rhyme out of it. Like, what? And, like, girls, like, girls, like, sororities are constantly trying to be the best on campus and trying to be the best version of themselves and recruit the best girls and like the nicest ones and the people who aren't going to start fights and this and that and that and it's like the difference is crazy like if you've never like consciously thought about it it's it's interesting to think about talk about it with your friends at your next wine night because it's definitely very interesting um okay next would be Um, oh my god. So interesting. Okay, sexual things. There is also a huge double standard when it comes to sex and just anything along the lines of sexual intimacy. And if you're, I saw this, I saw another quote. Like, I'm literally rolling my eyes because, like, I sound so annoying. But there's, like, this quote somewhere where it's, like, I think it's from a movie, um, where it's, like, it's, oh, I think it's from The Breakfast Club. It's, like, um, if you have it, you're a, a slut, and if you're if you don't, you're a prude, and you can't win. And it's so true. Like if you wanna save yourself for someone who cares, they're like, oh, you're like such a prude. Like you've never done anything. Then, then, then. But like if you're sleeping with a bunch of guys, just as many, if not less than uh, the average man, you're considered loose. Like what? Like, that's just unbelievable to me. If you're having consensual sex with someone, like, that should not be, like, something to be ashamed about. Like, ever. You know? Like, of course, like, there's different, you know, just everyone's going to have their different opinions. But, like, why does that have to be projected onto men and women, you know? Especially because, like, men get such a break. But then again, like, it is definitely hard on men because, like, if men want to save themselves or, like, just, you know, aren't as, you know, into it as other guys, that's really, that's where it's rough because, like, I can understand where that is. um Definitely hard because I, no pun intended, because I have heard from men that, like, haven't lost their virginity till late in the like their lives not that that's late but like you know 2021 20, or like even 19 and they're like yeah like all of my friends would like clown me huh like that's horrible i'm sorry even if it's a joke it's like why does someone's sex life concern you like that's really stupid and like really freaking lame like please get a life um so yeah i just think that i'm solving all the world's problems here um Oh, my friend Alexa. Shout out Alexa. She's not listening right now, but she will later. She's at work and she forgot to um, bring her headphones. She said it was very interesting because she went to Vegas this weekend. Um, It was very interesting being a girl in Vegas this weekend where, like, we got in everywhere for free and promoters really helped us, but in a way where we were completely objectified for the male gaze. Like, the promoters would take us to old men's tables because they wanted to have pretty girls to look at at the club. See... I can't like clubs in general make me anxious to begin with and if there's skeezy old men there I hate it even more um But yeah, there definitely is like a double standard or not a double standard. Sorry a certain like privilege to being a girl in like a scenario where you can get out of like paying for drinks or paying cover or you know getting in places or whatever whatever, you know like this weekend um the frats were very much more chill to um have boys in there because a lot of them were like relatives of people who go to school here and my friend and i walked in a guy friend of mine and he was like um he was like i'm not gonna get in i'm like follow me and then the guy goes who are you and i'm like oh he's my brother we look absolutely nothing alike this man is arab and i'm literally the whitest girl you'll ever see in your life and and he's like okay (laughs) <laughs> like it was just so stupid, but I loved that. But, um, yeah, it's definitely uh, Yeah, there's pluses to being a girl for sure. Like I will get into those in a minute also um, this, this is not all bad things. Um But yeah, like if you're at a bar and like guys are buying you drinks like period, you know, like that's that's reparations in my book um Let's see my sorority is My sorority girls told me some stuff the time before you go out like before the pre when you have time for yourself getting ready I don't think I love anything more than getting ready for a night out way more than actually going out because I'm not a fan of going out but Getting your makeup or not makeup done doing your own makeup doing your hair picking out an outfit Even if it's like one of those nights where you hate everything in your closet like there's just something special about the woman experience um, that they don't portray. Well, they actually do portray it in the movies. I remember in 13 going on 30 when um, I don't, what's her name? I forget. Uh, Jenna Rink. Jenna Rink is the name of the movie. Jenna goes and like has a sleepover with her friends and like that looked so fun. But like the iconic scene where I was like, oh, the iconic scene where I was like, I want to be a girl was when... Um, she has, like, a face mask on, like, a green face mask, and she's, like, eating Cheetos. And she's just, like, having the time of her life. And that is, in essence, what it is to be a girl. Like, I think it's so fun sometimes, you know? You you get to, like, dress up. You get to, like, do all these things that, like, are kind of innately girly, um, quote-unquote. Um, But... Did you know that it's quote-unquote, like open, close quotes, not quote-unquote? Sorry, that was crazy to me when I found that out. Um, but yeah, Grace, shout-out Grace, you're definitely right about that. That's a great, great thing. Um, the dislikes, the uncalled-for the uncalled for crying. Oh, 100%. Um, I remember the first time I watched Perks of Being a Wallflower, and I was sobbing because little old Miss Flo came to town and I had no idea and the next day I was like oh that's why I was literally crying my eyes out the whole night so yeah for sure you get very much more emotional on your period and you're like this can't be hormones like this is just who I am blah blah, blah. and then you're like wait why was I crying because this avocado went bad you know like it's definitely quite the experience um but I love menstruating you know I'm excited to have a child one day Jade said having things like Oh, I said this, the dictating your mood, your hair in tan. Um, Anna Folly, my bestie boo, said, a worry being human trafficked. Definitely a very valid worry. Um, for example, I remember I was way too young when I watched the movie Taken. If you haven't watched it, please watch it. It's frightening. Um, but basically it's about this girl who is kind of dumb, but it's fine. Um... Not that that not victim blaming just saying she's dumb to begin with in on a separate note, but um, she, Her and her friend go to Paris to like go to like this um This bands like Paris stop in on tour like I don't even know and they get human trafficked and almost sold to people So that's not fun, but yeah, definitely a valid worry It is very scary being a girl in that scenario like like what? um who who signed us up for that? Definitely not me. So, no bueno. Lexi said dislikes um, being catcalled. That's also no fun. um Except hot takes. Sometimes when they're cute, you're like, oh hey king. Like, not okay. Definitely not okay. Don't take this as a sign to catcall ever. But it's just like you know when you're having like a shit day, you're like, mm, maybe. But unless they're like scary, then you're like, oh, my, I'm gonna get killed. Um, but yeah, those are that. Let's go. Let's do some questions and I haven't stopped talking since I started. So let's take a deep breath. Everyone ready? One more. Okay. I have some good questions here from my friends. Um, Cindy Alonzo, what is one tip for someone on a healing journey? Um, I would love to know context with this question, like, what you're healing from. Um, healing from a breakup, I really can't help you much there, King, just because, like, I have never gone through that. Um, maybe I'll have more insight when I do, but, uh, healing, like, self-worth, um, that's a journey that I'm currently on, and I don't have much advice, but hang in there and be there for your friends, because... We all need a little bit of TLC sometimes. Stuart Leiburn said, being a woman sometimes feels like a nine to five. Oh, 100%. Like from the moment you wake up from till the moment you go to bed, you're like on. You're either doing your makeup the moment you wake up or, you know, shaving your legs before you go to bed or just doing all the girly things. It's really, it's a full-time job. And I don't think we as women get enough credit for it. Um, But we should because it's, a huge part of who we are and what we do to look good for ourselves and as well as other people and yeah um i can't entirely get behind the no shaving the armpits like that's not my vibe but period poo if you want if you don't want to um that's all you um my friend yusuf says do girls fart um girls do in fact fart i know that that's like probably a crazy like new, um, whatever it's called, new, like, piece of information for you, um, but they do, um, I think it's also interesting, because, like, the guys who are, like, ew, periods, ew, farting, ew, blah, 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 like, they're gonna be having daughters one day, and their minds are gonna completely change, like, it's just so, it's so funny how, like, you see guys change, like, I don't think I've ever heard of, like, well, actually, I have, but, like, most men that have daughters, are pretty good with them like there's nothing like a father-daughter relationship you know obviously there's like mother-daughter mother-son like obviously every relationship is special but like a father-daughter relationship is so incredibly unique and I remember my sisters and I all separate times obviously my older sister Dory who's 38 I want to say I always forget you're either you've been 29 in my head for the last the 30 years um So she's like 38 ish. My sister's 24 and I'm turning 22 and we all Coincidentally got our periods with our dad for the first time like my my older sister Dory was with my mom and my dad um, on a Trip to New York. I'm pretty sure and like she got it and it was like, oh, what do we do? And then My sister got it. I vividly remember when my sister got her period. It was summertime and my dad we used to go to my dad's every summer and um we were in michigan we went to this camp this jewish camp called ganenu it was like wet like wet and wild day or something where we like all like i don't know we were soaked and we like came home on the bus we came home and got went upstairs and she went to the bathroom and i walked into the bathroom and she was like lily i'm like yeah and she's like i don't know if i think i just got my period and i'm like oh okay (laughs) <laughs> so my dad like took us to get pads for her whatever and then she got it pretty early She got it when she was like 11, I think or like something that was pretty early But I got mine when I was 13, I think or 12 or 13 12 ish 13 um, actually I was 12 because I remember it was July 26 2013 I think um I could check on my period app, but i'm not going to um, and I remember my dad and my sister and I were out to dinner at this place called Rosebud's in Chicago and I went to the bathroom and I was like, oh something's happening So I took a picture and I brought it out to my sister and I was like, hey, is this what I think it is? And she was like, yeah, it is we got pads and they were like the th- humongous Kotex pads that like just no one buys unless you're 70 um, Well, you want to be 70 with your period but you know what I mean and Um, I went through one of those like every hour and Obviously, my sister doesn't know what i'm doing in the bathroom So I go I put on a new one like every time I bleed a little bit on it And she comes in the next morning to like I think she might have been on her period too She comes in the next morning and like looks at the box and she's like, why are these empty? And i'm like, what do you mean? and she's like How many pads have you used and she's like and i'm like What do you mean like as many as i'm supposed to like every time there's a little bit of blood on it and she's like Queen, Mm-mm. no, that's not the way it works. Like, you can use a pad for, like, very long time. And I was like, oh. So, no one starts out a, a, a pro at these things. It's a learning curve. But, you know, I know some people that just put in a tampon for the first time, and they're 20 or 21 or 22. My sister didn't until really late in life. So, sorry to out-Julie like that. But, you know, i um, got to use the content that I have. But, yeah, it's... You're going to be a Yusuf, you'll be a father one day probably and you're going to be like, oh, wow, like being around women all the time really changes your perspective. But yeah, Julia said, Julia, my sister said it is empowering, but also challenging. Definitely. Um, I think that we still do have like, I like would like to say that I'm pretty moderate politically and I do like to hear what the other side has to say a lot, just both sides. And I think that we are at, at a pretty good place given the circumstances at women being anywhere near equal to men in personal lives, work lives, just in general. And, but I think we still do have a lot, a, a lot left to learn. But also, I think we're making huge strides. So it is very empowering, but it is also challenging. And I think that we will definitely be able to reap the benefits, hopefully soon, um, of our hard work and labor. Um, Natalie Chater said, why do you think some girls are scared to go up to guys in public? Um, So I struggle from this because, like, I just... Don't see the point of like going up to every cute guy you see and like being like hey same way Like I don't think that every guy needs to like go up to every girl. They see that's cute and be like hey um, But it's weird. I have a very easy time speaking to men that I don't Want to be involved with but then like once it comes down to like the guys who I actually care to Have them think highly of me um I cannot get my stuff together like it's bad um, and so I would say it's just scary the same way a lot of guys don't go up to girls. You know, it's it's scary rejection is scary Um, but What I've heard, I don't know if this is true because I genuinely don't go up to men but what I've heard is it's a lot more likely for a guy to give you his number being a girl than a girl be giving a guy their number if that makes sense because Girls don't do that often. So it's like super flattering I guess. I don't know. It's a very interesting thing that I I'll have a boy on soon. I haven't had any boy guests. I need to have someone on um But they will get to Definitely share their perspective. That would be really interesting. I'd love to know. Um, but yeah She also said does anyone else when they are about to get their period their hair gets more frizzy That doesn't happen to me in particular, but like so many things change when you're about to get your period slash are ovulating so I wouldn't be surprised if that's like on the list of side effects because there are literally 10,000 side effects to getting your period like they're like they're never ending like anything could be a side effects of getting your period so it's very likely so I don't know my bestie boo Maya Foyer I miss you um Said, why do girls require a top sheet for their beds? It's kind of unnecessary. I agree. I, like, never use a top sheet. Like, I don't know if I should be or if I'm, like, lame if I don't. But I have never used a top sheet. I also think it's very stupid. So, I can't really answer that question. Um, but, yeah. I don't really know. I think it's, like, cleanliness things, potentially. Or, like, to have, like, a second option if you're, like, a little like hot at night you can like change from like your full comforter to your top sheet not entirely sure but um yeah i think that's kind of the gist of things um if anyone ever has any fun little questions about being a girl i would love to answer them um it's always a pleasure and i appreciate everything you guys have been doing and saying in the feedback um I I appreciate you guys And you know I talked about a lot of the downsides to being a girl But in, in reality I love being a girl And I wouldn't change it And you know It's fun Try it sometime Okay love you Bye Owl Radio is FAU's student run radio station Streaming worldwide on FAUowlradio.com we have shows, DJ on campus events, give away free concert tickets, and more. Make sure to check us out on social media at FAU Owl Radio.